a big part of this pod, a big part of my whole thing when doing a podcast is I'm a being it with other podcasts, making sure the quality is as good as Joe Rogan or Mark Marin. So this is our podcast, the Ridge Podcast. Yeah, we're uh, back. I'm here with Wickham. We haven't done one in a while. Me and Wickham are just coming off of like a fight. Yeah, I, I like to get right into it. Yeah, let's because, go. Because we got it. Because people it. aren't gonna. They, they don't want to sit around. Hey guys, what's <laughs> up? Like we're not that important. Yeah. Because when we listen to podcasts, we're like, "What's up? Are you gonna fucking get down to it or not?" Yeah, we're getting down to it. Me and Pat got into it. I think that's like the biggest argument we've ever had. Yeah, you know what though? We weren't really even arguing. It was just like you not wanting to do something, but not really. But sort of, I think, being a little bit afraid on how you wanted to express it, and you were a little confused, and you didn't know exactly what you wanted to do, and I just take this shit seriously. Yeah. Like the whole YouTube shit. Everything I do, it's like, yeah, I'm crazy, it's fun, blah, 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 but it's like, I take this shit very seriously, and it's like- Yeah, and I I was like dropping the ball because not out of, I wasn't competent enough to do it it was out of like and you knew that like you knew that i was like capable of doing yeah that. yeah it's just that like i didn't want to do it right and i wasn't clear about it yeah and i didn't so, communicate at all so he was supposed to be managing the youtube account and like posting and like um well well just kind of making sure that the guys were editing different things for the youtube account and uh and then he went to new york got really inspired and posted like to like a sick YouTube vlog and like did it right and like got it yeah. out and like and I was like dude I've been trying to and like posted the the swipe up on his page or whatever and like had the Instagram like all the things that I'm trying to get everyone to remember to do when it comes to I just art did yeah so it was just naturally. like so it was kind of like uh it was fucked up because I couldn't be like stoked for him even though I was and I do want each person on the crew to be their own unique individual with their own brand and we can all help each other but like it was like it was almost as if yeah, it was like if you had been on point with the shit you you told me you were going to be on point with and then did that, it would have been dope, but you just yeah, did that. I, I was just in this place of like being really honest with myself, and for a long time I wasn't happy managing it. Yeah. You know? But, but you instead didn't. of like communicating that, I just like <sighs> because I'm a conflict avoider. I yeah. avoid conflict. Yeah. And I've like known that, but like recently I've been on another wave of like taking it head on and everything is so much easier. Well, I mean, so like, like I didn't want to have the conflict of like telling you like all you, all kids, all of you guys avoid conflict. Mike, Seth, you, Nate, I mean like Mike, especially and Seth, like you guys don't, you have, it's hard for you guys to communicate in person, like face to face, because I think that you're much more used to doing it over through a phone. I mean, even Jahir and Ken were like, they would text me the craziest shit. I'm like, bro, this is like a phone call. You can't <laughs> text so me. True. You can't text me like you're unhappy about this and that and all this shit. It's like, dude. Um, I'm like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I always didn't fuck with that stereotype, but like, now that I'm in the real world, I could see that. It's like hard. I mean, you, like in person shit is like weird. It's a little bit weird, but I think that if you, you just, you get better at it. And Aaron always, I mean, there's one thing that Aaron said that I, that 
made a lot of sense to me. It, it, you, success is directly related to how many uncomfortable conversations you're willing to have. Have I ever told you that one? Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's like there's so many times when I don't want to answer the phone or I don't want to have this talk with someone, but I've just become so con- – even like calling my sponsor when I'm fucked up, it's like I actually want to do that. It's like I think it's like anything. It's a discipline. And like I've been – it's like I will not – I'll relate that to like yoga, eating healthy, taking care of yourself, it's like things you don't want to do but you know mm-hmm. you should. And the more you do them over time, the easier they get. And then slowly but surely you're like, whoa, I actually – want to do this now yeah i think it's just like a part of growing up too yeah for sure 100 like percent able to have those uncomfortable but i feel like the only reason i was able to finally um be able to have uh, uncomfortable conversation is because you kind of like put this like pressure on me and you've been mm. like putting me there mm. and it was like so uncomfortable at first and then like i had to like accept it and just take it on and um what do you mean like pressure like like i i feel like you were like you wanted like you were trying to like get me there you know like to be able to have those conversations to be more successful right you mean like when i like you mean while you were in new york or before that just even even before just all like it's slowly i'm I'm always encouraging all of you guys to be honest and talk about what's wrong or what's right or what's and it like worked after but it took some time you know? Yeah. And I think it's not, you, 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 uh, another thing, another thing I think that like you, a lot of people get, you know, like, like you just said, like, I'm, uh, you just said something like you're better or like you're, uh, you figured it out or like, like I remember Tim told me one night, he's like, I'm like different now. Like, and Nate <laughs> does this too. He'll be like, I'm, like this is the new me. It's like mm, that doesn't it doesn't life doesn't work that way. It's like we're growing a little bit every day, and then we fall short, and then we come back, and then we're. It's like it's like this but constant. I, yeah. I but I really do feel like it's a new me. Like I really feel like it that's is. great. Well, don't you? I, I you think, don't think that, so. I think that you are growing a lot, and I think that you've come further in the past couple months or <laughs> weeks than you have in a long time. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're like that you completely changed or that you're done growing or that like you figured anything out because I know just for me that I'm always finding new things out and I'm, I always want to be open and ready to like go to like a new place or like, do you know what I'm saying? Kinda? Yeah. Like, so yeah. And, 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 and this is something that I see in a lot of people because I, I have it in myself too. What? just that problem like oh i'm 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 this now or i want to be that or i'm done with this or like yeah or i'm this is the new me or you know what i mean yeah what do you think that's bad to think that or is it like harmful if 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 you're if you're closing your if you're closing yourself off to like a new opportunity than yes. Or a new way. Like, I think we should mm. always be open to like, uh, Oh, may- like, like, like maybe, Oh, may- this is like, because you think that like, I found a new me and the new me doesn't want YouTube. No, no, so no. It's no, like no, closed no, no. off. No. Well, I mean, if you want to use that example specifically, then yeah. Like, like maybe right now you're not into that, but like maybe like next year you will want to go back to that. Or I, yeah. I just think no, we change I, yeah. and grow. Like yeah. I don't ever want like, like I don't example, mean like absolutes in that. Like, Oh, I'm changed. Like every decision I make in my career is like 
this new thing that I'm going to stick to forever. I just mean when I'm talking about change, it's more like internal things like confidence and like yeah. aggression yeah. and like openness and honesty. Uh-huh. That's what I was kind of talking about as far as like new me. Yeah. And I think that that fear will definitely is not gone forever. Like that fear, what fear? of conflict and of confront confrontation oh you you're saying it'll come back of course what (laughs) wait you think you're just like done with being afraid to communicate yeah i thought what are you talking about i mean like you're gonna have to like deal with tim and like but like i'm learning to communicate with him better too it's kind of dope that's great um i've never experienced someone i mean dude like you know we don't just like fix our shit overnight. Yeah. I feel like I did though. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Well, like I'm like so I mean, that's upset the, that I did. That's great. That's the other thing about these kids. Like they, they're so like, you guys are so uh dude confident. I, you don't like, understand like i haven't even told you the whole new york story dude that shit everyone i tell is like it's like a movie it's like this life-changing experience really it's it was insane it literally i i totally feel like i changed like it was it's like the first week i was there and i you know hung out with some photographer dudes and then the second week troy and salty left and i was alone and i had a whole apartment to myself and uh, I was a little Air- fucked up at this bar. Was it an Airbnb? Yeah. That we got through yeah. Ridge? Yeah, through Ridge. And uh-huh. Ridge was paying for it. And um, we were at this bar and like I was all fucked up about my ex. Mm-hmm. And then I call my friend and he's like, what if you just did whatever you wanted to do? <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was just like, I fuck with that. So that whole week I did whatever I wanted to do. And I ended up at this like crazy like circus lgbt nightclub that also had straight people and they're doing these like eyes wide shut rituals with like pouring hot wax on like naked titties and like i went to this other other night by myself to this nightclub that had like um it was like 90s hip-hop and it was like all ice cube and nas and and like Mm. then i fucking met this chick one night and i had like a one night stand and then the next night i like fell in love with a different chick and then like Right after that, I fucking uh, shot. I, sh- I was the lead. Just do on an this. Instagram story, and then you can switch to Ridge. Yeah. No, just do it with that. That's just like whips out his phone in the middle what? of a rant. No. And uh, no, yeah, but- then I was like a lead on a job, and I like handled it, and I did it well. Like, yeah, audio. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, yeah, dude, it was like insane. It was like a movie. I mean, I'd go in more detail, but. But you don't want to talk about your New York adventure? Well, I don't know if you want to hear it. No, 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 I do. Well, I do. I just, um, I mean, you've told me, you told me. Uh, uh, oh, this is, wait, restart the gram. Restart the gram. I wasn't even. Why? Because I want to say something funny. For oh, okay, cool. Go, 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 go ahead. We're talking about Wickham's New York experience. Yeah. <laughs> Not like that. Just never. Just record, dude. <laughs> just. Oh, I got it. Nope, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Just, just, just. just can you do it's a just, swipe up? It's just for, like to the really podcast or look it's just it. like really disruptive. 
Yeah, you just you could find the link. Just find our our our, our podcast. Yeah. Copy uh, and paste. Swipe up. Well, which one should he plug? Whatever one. The last one we did. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you basically were hooking up, and you ended up hooking up with two chicks out there. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and you did like a vlog, like which is cool. Like I get a lot of, I get a oh, lot yeah, out yeah. of filming and vlogging. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, I was like alone. I went to like the Museum of Sex. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, I was on my phone. I went to Pornhub, and an ad was for the Museum of Sex. Oh, really? It was so. It like knew that I was in New York. Whoa! And I like hit it, and then it was just like this dope. And then you spot. ended up you ended up going there two nights in a row, and then and then we filmed the after party at that same spot, which yeah. is really crazy. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. It was, I know what I, happened. I felt like Woody. It was like a Woody Allen movie of like. Yeah, that's dope. I don't know. I'll never forget it. That's for I know. Sure. I told and, you, and I do think that like when I got back, dude, like everything was different about me. Yeah, I mean, look, I told you before you went that I went to New York by myself yeah, around I know. your yeah. age and that it was going to be really good for you. And I'm really glad that you had that transformative experience on a trip and you were able to be by yourself and grow. And, and that's awesome. I, I'm just, all I'm saying is you're going to keep growing and you're going to keep learning. No, and, yeah. and the more t- distance you get yeah, from, I never said that I wasn't. No, I know you, I, I know you, you didn't, but yeah. the more time you get in between that trip and Life, I think the more you'll realize that you didn't really change that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe not. I, I, I don't know. I just think it doesn't really matter. All, all that matters to me is that you're like happy. What? Is that you're happy and um, you, you're crushing it and you're like helping with the new, this new intern. It's really amazing. You guys sold the Ursa today, and like, I'm really excited to get back into this learning. This, uh, oh my God, we're gonna shoot Whoa. some stuff for learning to lose, and I'm really excited to, to to actually maybe see if we can put someone on like maybe finishing um, the local legends thing. I, I actually have something to add about um, the change thing. Yeah, because like we didn't even take into account that I've been sober for five years, and then in New York I was turning the fuck up. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think. Honestly, dude, the, since I've been back, and it's like weird telling you this, but like since I've been back, like I figured out how to like handle my ADHD mm. and like anxiety. And like I've been like hating, I've been smoking like CBD every day. And you, you definitely said that before you left though, too. Yeah, I know, but like it's been helping my ADHD. Like everything is, it's not like fixed, but like. No, you said that everything. before you left for New York. Yeah. You were saying that. I know, but in, I'm like saying like in the work ethic world, like all the improvement I had is like because my anxiety is handled. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's just like a fact because I was diagnosed with anxiety and like people think it's like not real or like everyone has it, but like, yeah, like, I think there's incredible the, medicinal the, qualities. In- it's like my whole life. Like having anxiety or like ADHD, it's like there's like a fog on the windshield of your car. And then like when you, when it's gone, it's like the windshield clears up. It's mm. like you were hitting, like it was fogged up and you were hitting all these other cars and everyone's like, so like, hitting cars. You, like, and then, and then you get the window off. But how, like, how would oh. you explain like, what is ADHD? Like your mind is just like going, attaching itself to like too many different things or like, what, what do you, 
Um, so it's you can't like really explain it, or it's no, just it's kind it's of like, anxiety, or well, so like ADHD has um has they have I forgot the word, but it's usually it has people who have it usually have anxiety as well. They're just they just like cohabitate together in your brain. Yeah. And uh, ADHD is like usually if I'm talking to somebody, I'm thinking about something. Like it's really hard for me to listen to people. Talk. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. Um. I, and I, I I I think that everyone struggles a little bit with that. But the difference between someone who has normal issues and someone who has accelerated issues is big. Yeah. Totally. And, and people are always trying to relate to like me when it comes to like alcoholic shit. And like, yeah, a lot of people do have those tendencies, but not the way I do. Yeah, you know exactly. So totally. I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. And like, um, like the, like forgetting shit, like, right. I, I have forgotten like a couple things like the, uh, like, but I think I've gotten better at handling shit. Yeah. And I also think it's a discipline. I don't forget anymore. I think it's all a discipline. Like me being aware of my mind and doing things I know I need to do, like have a hide a key, make take notes. Like there's things that we need to have discipline and we need to know we're going to be a certain way. We need to know, you know what I'm saying? But it was also like a matter of like learning to lose. Yeah. Because I had to, like, I was so afraid. I was like so afraid of just like forgetting things again, like, like right. this pressure of this like failure and uh-huh. like letting people down. But once I just like relaxed and it was like, if you fuck up, like you're not going to get fired. No, you're not. Like, you're going to learn just gonna and grow. Just relax. Yeah. That's cool. And, and, and then, then, and then once I like relaxed, I was able to really think shit through. Like, like I would think my own shit through, yeah. right? Like how I made that vlog completely just naturally just came out. Uh-huh. I didn't think about, Oh, I have to make a swipe up everything I did just automatically. Yeah. And um, I think the weed probably helps you relax. Yeah. To, 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 to be able to clear your mind. Yeah. Cause anxiety is pretty crippling, dude. I mean, I mean like, but I love how like people like Kanye West and like Charlemagne the God are like coming out and talking about stuff like, like Charlemagne the God has anxiety too. Like he gets like panic attacks. Like he's like fucked up. Wow. And, um, um, yeah, we got a lot of dogs here. DDA's dogs here and we have Ramasen, our new dog from Japan. Cause while you were actually in New York, I was in Japan having my own transformative experience. Actually yeah. not, not really, but yeah. Yeah. But what, what was I talking about? The dogs distracted me. No, you, you were saying that Charlemagne the God has AD, uh, ADD. No, he has anxiety, but, um, and they're talking about it and that's yeah. cool. Yeah, what are what are your thoughts on that? I I feel like like what my, do you think about my thoughts? Do you think on, it's like not real or something? No, I don't. I think everything's real. I think everyone has issues and problems. And like I said a, a minute ago, it's a discipline. It's like it's like knowing, being aware of your mind yeah. and how and when you're doing the things that you do and how to like navigate through those times. Yeah. Like it's not gone forever. I feel like when I talk about like ADHD and anxiety and stuff like that, like people my age, like understand it better. Like every time I tell like an older person, there's like a weird disconnect of like, well, because I think that it probably is being overly diagnosed maybe. And like, there are a lot of doctors prescribing a lot of medications to a lot of kids. And I think that's why people have this negative stigma towards it. I know it's so annoying, dude. Like Why? Most, like the stigma. 
Yeah, it is annoying, but I do think that it's true to to a certain extent that yeah, but a like, lot of it comes down to like kids not wanting to be in an uncomfortable position and not wanting to like walk through difficult things. And they just go, "Oh, this is hard. Nothing's ever supposed to be hard. Give me medication." Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? what happened with me. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying that I think that that is happening a lot. Yeah, and that's it's why really annoying because then the people who really have it, it's like people think you're. Yeah, I think alcoholics have the same thing. I think a lot of people have like a negative stigma towards like AA because so yeah. many people never get sober, and it's just like a matter of like to each his own. And 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 I think that we're talking about something that's real, that that was real for you. Yeah, that one doesn't even matter. This one doesn't. No. For real for me. Yeah, like you have it and you found a solution and it's real for you. And maybe some kids are like just avoiding uncomfortable shit and then there are other ones who it's real for them also. Yeah. I don't know. Why are you taking that? I don't know. You're taking that the wrong way. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, you're, 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 you're saying that... By me saying it was just real for you, I'm, I'm implying that it's like not real. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm saying it is real. Yeah. But I'm also saying that it's, there's a lot of medication being prescribed probably when it's not needed. Yeah. And it's actually but over prescription versus non-existence or like, yeah. Well, I mean, if it's real for you, then it's real for millions of other kids too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, You're not no, the only I've, one. I, like, yeah, but like when I when I got the ADD test, I was like 16, and they gave me a they gave me a structure of intelligence test to see if I was like, you know, and then in the structure of intelligence test, I was in the 98th percentile of the population. At 16, I was at a college level score, <laughs> and she told me that my brain was like a Ferrari with the engine of a Honda. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So, like, she then she was like, and like, there was a meter of ADD and ADHD, and I had both combined type, and then the meter was like severe, it was like all the way, and she was like, yeah, he needs to be like medicated, and I was like. Sure, and then I, dude, I took it, and like the when I took it, everything changed, got better. It was insane. So yeah. then, what then? What happened? It was just the side effects, bro. I was like, I couldn't eat, like, I couldn't sleep, right? Um, Your sex drive was fucked. No, yeah, that was from the antidepressants, which I was also on, right? But, um, but yeah, dude, it's like the pills are so fucked. There's so many side effects. I mean, I take, it's you, crazy. you know, I take Lexapro. Yeah. Uh, I, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got put on it about a year ago. And I think that that's when things started really changing for the better. Mm. And I actually got, I, I, I've, I've, I've become so much more balanced and happy since mm. then because I was able to like, I don't know. It's like this weird thing where you're like. Like I, t- I like to talk about this Tony Robbins uh, golf analogy a lot because it, it really makes sense to me. Like the difference between a hole in one and hitting the ball into like the fucking sand trap is like a millimeter, mm. like a change in your, your shoulders, like the tiniest little shift and like you're fucking in the hole 
and like the tiniest little shift the other way and you're just fucking off like one mm. like that little like the small dose of medication it changed something just a little bit to where i was like just like the the, the volume knob got turned down like a, a little bit so that so i can actually like deal with some shit you and can like, sit down alex and then, like, I was able to, um, you know, get a little bit more honest with my therapist and just everything just wasn't at a fucking 11. Mm. You know, like Tim or Aaron or someone emails me and I'm just like, I don't know. It's just like a little bit more able to, you're a little bit able to deal with shit a little bit better. Yeah. I think it's good to, like, be able to talk about these things and, yeah. like, honestly and openly and, like. I do, too. It's actually how we started the podcast. Yeah. The first episode was us talking about this type of shit, medication, mm. medication, antidepressants, ADHD, mm-hmm. all this shit that like, I feel like Joe talks about a lot, but from like a outsider perspective, whereas like we both are in it, are in it mm-hmm. and struggling with it on different levels. Like I'm not just someone who's like, not like I'm on Lexapro. Yeah. So I have it too in, yeah. in a different way. OCD yeah. slash depression slash like, yeah, I think that it's just, um, we're just products of our environment, which is like crazy, like just overly, um, there's just so much going on and like, we're living in this world and we're adapting as humans to like shit that we shouldn't be. I don't want to say shouldn't, but like I definitely talk to my psychiatrist and I say like, why do you think people are having to take these medications? And for me, it was like, well, because we're living in this like artificial world with like technology and all Mm. these things that like we're not supposed to, or maybe not, not supposed to be dealing with. But like, if you think about like the cavemen or where we came from, it's like they would have never been able to keep Mm. up with all this shit. Yeah, and I you could kind of see it as like a good thing too. Like um I think my ADHD like helps me a lot. Like be creative. It makes me super creative. And when I do like something, I like hyper focus. I'm like in it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's and it's totally almost me. like a and I yeah. also like don't you, you I can look, Alex just jumped on the mic and I see I'm almost like wondering what's up with this guy because he's got, he's like this fucking. Yeah, because like, he was like standing up. He's for like the entire like, half hour, and he, I was like, dude, sit down. Dude's so like, like so me. much. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Alex yeah. is like mad, cracked out. I just met these people, and like, I can relate in so many ways, and it freaks me out. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I have I'm, like the shakes in a good way. Like, in that's a weird, all, yeah, awesome, dude. I'm like really excited to like grow with you and together, and you have a support group. Even though this was really your first day, you seem like you're really excited and into it i i literally just like feel mind blown mm-hmm. like yeah you kind of happy way like you just like found wow. creative people that i just vibe with yeah. off of uh wow. you know was, i took a shot and i uh, asked him yeah. i was like so how do you like ridge dude and he was like are you being sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah of course well, I, like, I think it's also really good for people like wickham and nade and all the employees to see what how awesome this thing that we have is it's so open and transparent and like totally we get to do so many different things and it's just like it's just beautiful and i i'm we owe it to the internet 
Oh my God. Yeah. We really do. Like you guys need so many more eyeballs on this stuff. It's well, that's one thing that we're going to be working on. But like, I'm, what I'm saying is that like, Mm -hmm. I'm grateful too. And I I don't think that we would have this if it wasn't for like Instagram and social media and all these independent companies popping up that need content. And we're able to provide that for them. And, um, yeah, I'm excited, dude. Like you can always be honest with us and tell us anything that you're going through or feeling. And like this excited thing, like doesn't last forever. So like when you're feeling a certain way, like Wickham was in New York, like you got to make sure that you're like talking about your feelings and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've actually been probably somebody who maybe does it too much. One would argue, mm. uh, does you know, what? Post Instagram stories where, um, dog upstairs. I love puppies, by the way. Um, DDA's dog shout out to my dog, Landon. No, he's still around. Oh, God, that's oh. no, that, wait, that's wait, a wait, 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 what were you saying for the dog? I don't know. What was I saying? Uh, where were we going? Damn, dog, no way. That two dudes with ADHD. Yeah, what are your thoughts on all that? Like, that whole. I mean, I actually have pretty serious thoughts on it, to be honest. Let's hear it. Uh, So you were, I think I'm in between you guys. I'm with, I grew up and I had terrible, terrible, terrible ADHD. Mm -hmm. And that's, I call it terrible. And now I think it's a fucking blessing. I think it's the biggest blessing in my life. And I've just recently, like recently, like started thinking it, like thinking of it as a superpower. Mm-hmm. instead of letting it take control and stuff like that, like I've had to, you know, and going back to medication, sorry, my mom, you know, she did what the school literally told her. I had to be on uh, like Ritalin or something. Mm-hmm. And I was at the point, it wasn't like I was not, I was doing great in school. For example, I, uh, I remember one time I was, they, they told my parents it was like a conference or whatever. And they're like, he just gets up and leaves the classroom, like in the middle while they're supposed to be reading. And it took them yeah. six months to find well, I, out that I was finishing reading before everybody else. And that's why. And then yeah, I, went and did I like my how own you said it was a superpower. Cause I mean, I feel like it does give you like an advantage. Like we were talking about like a lot of creatives, like Kanye West is bipolar. And he's so sick for like being open about that. Like, have, did you watch that Pat on Letterman? It's Some pretty. It. It's pretty epic. Sick, dude. You should it's send it to pretty me. Pretty sick. It's on Netflix. It's epic. Right, 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 right. I just um, saw it. Did you go on the Ritalin? So I went on it, and I stayed on it through high school. And at, it was when I got to college, and I saw people abusing it more, more so in college and high school. I mean, obviously, people abuse it in high school. Like, let's be real, but in college was when it really, I, everybody was just using it to party. And I was just like, I've been taking this shit. It just made me feel so like I was always, you know, I played sports after school and stuff. So like the whole day I just felt drained and like, I didn't eat, like I mm. stayed skinny and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like what you were talking, like I just felt like I was crashing and having like attitude yeah, dude, and like getting crashes? into fights with people almost Fuck. every day. The crashing is like the worse worst. than the worst. It's like I just wanted to punch people in the face yeah. by the time. Yeah. It's insane. Which is good for hockey, I guess. But I had, yeah. It's like the worst crash you could yeah. ever. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah. Like the crash oh is like the. Oh, God. It, it takes away the whole entire, like, when you talk about side effects, it's like, jeez. 
I mean, you can, yeah, it, man. it only takes one fight, one outburst to change the course of your life. Yeah, that's true. It's, you know, cause your brain is just starving for dopamine and it may be like, you know, that drug, you know, you didn't need to be taking that much that caused that outburst. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And, and it, you know, it's weird because like my parents don't understand it, but like, yeah, I have to put myself in their shoes of like, they're like literally from like a third world country and mm-hmm. like farmers. Sure. And then, then I think about, wow, I wonder if they just, what if they just stayed there and I was born there? Like, where would I get Adderall or like Ritalin or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I go there and like, it runs in the family, right? Like, yeah. Like I have alcohols in my family. I have like, you know, mental illness in my family and like all of them just fucking drink all the time. Yeah. That's how they deal with it. There's and a, we're like yeah. so privileged to be here and like have these solutions. Well, are are they really solutions or are they just band-aids that we're just popping because mm. we don't want to figure out a better way to cope with it, like exercise and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's super convenient to pop a pill and help clear your mind and get shit done. Uh but I think there's like, you know, exercise and stuff like that, meditation. That's like stuff like re- like super recently I've been trying to like do and like therapy, eating healthy, walking into uncomfortable scenarios, working out, like just doing like like this is sort of Joe Rogan's argument to 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 the ADD thing, which I mm-hmm. think that and I love how he puts it because I think it's true that like there's a certain level of avoiding uncomfortable hard things that we all want to do and then we're like fuck what's wrong with me and it's like nothing you just need to like get up and go into that hard thing and then when you get out of it you'll feel better and that's just like life yeah and like i feel like that feeling uh like i get it from you know like just pressure like I just constantly put pressure on myself. Like part of the ADHD, like that rush to like you have to get up and go yeah. reach out no, to this person, crazy, do that. Dude. It's just like it. Just what is? Like, that's uh, crazy, dude. You can't tell someone. You can tell Kanye West to go to the gym and eat better. That's crazy. People have mental like chemical. <laughs> well, I imbalances. think that that's I the think, craziest thing I've ever said. No, I think he should do those things. Yeah, I think we all need to, and I think it's. I think like you have ADHD, so, like for sure. Right, like, you need to like fucking get on Adderall, because like, he's like hearing me talk about it. He's like, I do all of those things. So that's right. <laughs> like, I don't uh, have ADD. No, like, you have. You should. I feel like you for sure have it, but it's like dope, and that's what, like what makes you a good creative. Well, well, I'm not saying. I'm just like I'm. I'm good right now. Like I'm happy, and I have like this balance of like you know no yeah I everything i mean and, and, I know, it and just pisses me off when people are like just like oh. go to the gym or like eat healthy 100 percent. i mean well, i know those are good to do but true. it's like until you do it and it works it, it's different for everybody well, I mean, just like have you done that yeah i did i did go well when i was on the medications and stuff like i had like a personal trainer did it help you and i had meal prep yeah it was great right but like i was it wasn't the only thing that like but i i I also never said that it's not real i'm just saying that those are alternative solutions to help people in general feel better yeah they are yeah well that doesn't make, but it's not going to like get 
a depressed person out of like depression. I never, well, it, some, it might get, you know, it, it, it or like got, a bipolar person got, to stop being bipolar. It got Steve out of it. I mean, exercise like drugs are, you know, like they produce the same, you know, replica chemicals from exercise. But like you, stuff he's, going he's hearing that and yeah. he's take, you're, you're creating this thing that we're saying that ADD is not real or ADHD is not real yeah. and people don't need drugs. Like I'm on drugs. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that combine it with those other things and it will, the result will be even better. Gotcha. And also for certain people, those other things might be all they need. Like that was the first thing my therapist was like, do this first, eat good, mm. go do these things. And then if you still need get sober, that's like the big one. Like if you're fucking using every day, like, Forget trying to diagnose anything. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are like on drugs or like lazy and not doing it. And they're just like, what I need to fit. I need something to fix me. And they're not really ready to go and do the work before they take the drugs. Mm. You're, I'm not saying that's you. Yeah. Like I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. That, that's all we're saying. And I think it's important, like you said, to have these conversations and to not, jump to the conclusion that you were just jumping to, which is like, oh, because we're bringing up these alternative solutions, it means that we don't actually believe yeah. in the disease, which we do. Because he obviously had it. He knows yeah. it's real. I think an eye-opener for me was when my mom, so like my little sister also like has ADHD or you know whatever they want to label it as. Uh, and so my mom actually tried to get me to convince my sister to take Adderall, Ritalin, whatever. And, you know, I was like, absolutely not. I was like, she, I was like, no way. I was like, you can tell her what you want if she doesn't want to take it because she says she doesn't feel good. And my mom took a step back and was like, wait, like, you felt that shitty the whole time? And like, be close. Yeah, like, you felt, you were feeling that shitty the whole time you were taking it, like, and didn't, and I guess I, like, I really didn't even realize it, because it's like, mm. you know, your parents, it, for me, it was my parents were just kind of like, and they were doing what they thought was best for me, because they got the best doctors and stuff, and were telling this, him. This stuff is just almost impossible to even talk about, because it's so different for each person. Yeah, 100%. That's it. There's just like, and I, I love that we're exploring all this stuff, but mm -hmm. it's like the gut biome and it's like the brain and the stomach are like the most complicated like organisms or whatever that we just don't understand. And like, but I think we're learning more about that. Yeah, like what, like we don't even know what consciousness really is. It's we're insane. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We, we have such a fundamental on. knowledge of, you know, like we don't know anything really. I mean, how so much it is they, hard to like, like they say they know like nothing about the brain. I mean, my concussion, but like that was biggest eye opener. I was like, wait, you don't have a pill for this? Stuff no. And, 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 and the same thing is with the stomach. Yeah, like like people's stomach too. Hundred percent. Yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, I've always had stomach problems. I've never been able to get like a clear answer on like what to do or how to do. I just think like eat healthy, like white, like chicken, vegetables. Like you're never gonna go wrong with like chicken and vegetables. Like yeah. that literally is the cure. And Jordan Peterson talks about like just eating meat and vegetables like solved him and his daughter's problem. Oh yeah. 
the so, paleo diet yeah it's just like it's just like like i said earlier like the world we live in is so like artificial and like um unnatural that our brains and our stomachs are like yo like what the fuck is going on like sh- yeah. all this sugar all this stimulation like what is i'm not trying to this is this isn't right yeah cars and planes the and world is like adhd and, yes like, exactly i'm like more right? adhd and that, that, that's what my, my my psychiatrist was agreeing with me he was saying yeah that's what it is is we're still we're trying to evolve and catch up to like this crazy world that we've created and we're like we need help sometimes yeah we need to, we need to also then create medication that can help our brains keep mm. up with all of it that's Whoa. interesting i mean i think there's so many different <clears throat> levels of like things like i think the same is true for the conversation about race which we always get into it's like there's just so many variables and factors and 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 we the only way any of us can ever have these conversations is just by continuing to have them and keep an open mind and like have empathy and like just try to really yeah and like i feel like we're having those types of conversations about like race or mental illness because of the internet like the internet yeah. like opened the doors to all these like crazy gray area, minute things in society, like the me too, like, like movement and like weird power dynamics and abuse. And like, and, it's opening up the doors to everything. And like, how many times do we reference other podcasts? Yeah. Like they've <laughs> changed our lives. Yeah. And they give us the ability like the to, new do, dictionaries. to do, they give us the ability to do our podcast, which other people are going to hear. So as a society, we're all like having all these long form discussions and we're hearing all like, we're able to hear like Charlemagne and Joe talk for like two hours. (laughs) Yeah. So we're learning from that. And then, and then other people are learning from our conversation, which was affected by theirs. So it's just like, yes, the internet is fucking amazing. And it's like contributing to the evolution of our society in such a great way. Like, Elon Musk. It's 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 a lot to be like present in it. Like it's a lot. Like like us even just trying to follow just YouTube has been a lot, dude. This shit is going up so fast and it's evolving so fast. Mm -hmm. It's hard to keep up with even just one platform. You you know what though? You know what though? Like it's okay because like if you're like ignoring the bad shit and you're only focusing on the good shit and like spending your time watching the good shit and sharing the good shit. Like that's, what's so great about these algorithms algorithms is that they're on, then, then they're going to be giving you more of that same shit. So if you're putting your energy and I think the same thing is true about like life and like success, if you're putting that positive energy out, you'll get it back. So if you're just like focusing on the right things, thinking about the right things, consuming the right foods, consuming the right content, acting in the right way, like it, the world will give you that back tenfold. Right. Yeah. So we're just, and I think the people that are complaining are like doing and consuming and eating the- and breathing the, the wrong shit. things you, that's why i like so like in the last 48 hours i went from having 1500 followers to, to 250 followers on instagram because i manually <laughs> removed clean i feel slate. like i just need a fucking like so wait, cleanse you, but like for my internet brain so wait you can't get them back no and i don't want to like I've that's like it's really dope yeah it's like the sickest I, it was so fucking liberating that i didn't i just didn't give a fuck about any of these people 
And um, yeah, but- I, I, it was like a good cleanse, dude. Like I just needed a cleanse. I deleted the Facebook app because I hate that app. And I don't know why I use it. <sighs> it's just a bunch of like old people, like talking about old people shit. Uh, it's like the wackiest. Not necessarily, but. That's what it is. It, it, for me, it's like the old. This is all that comes on my Facebook feed. The old dudes on that I met in AA that like have like kids and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. actually, it's just them. That's yeah. just all Facebook is. Yeah, but it's also, like, it's, also, it's also like friends of mine, like people my age who I guess are old to you that aren't like hip to like Instagram. And, like, <laughs> yeah. So it's like. <laughs> it's just cr- So I deleted that and now my Instagram is like I follow 90 people. And I want to follow only 50. I'm going to cut down the number. And um, yeah, dude, I just feel like the internet became too much for me. Like, especially with all the YouTube shit, like we were like trying to like see the trends, like Nate's hanging yeah. out with David Dobrik. And like, yeah. I was like reading about like watch time and like the algorithm and like copyright yeah, and like so advertising. And copyright? Like, copyright. Oh, And yeah. advertising. And then like at the same time, we're like trying to blow up on the Instagram for the past two years. So we're like making all these stories and these posts and we're editing shit in final cut we have all these ideas like i just needed i just like freaked out dude i just needed, yeah i needed some space to, i like, feel like my mind right now can't even get off this something eye-opening that pat said about just you know like consuming the right types of content like that that's eye-opening for me because uh you know just working in youtube like you see like all this uh, you know, I'm hearing about all these people who are like super famous and stuff. Like, just I don't nonsense. follow any of those nonsense. And yeah, I don't follow. I don't follow any of that. And then I'm thinking, you know what? That's like so true in life too. Like, surround yourself with mm-hmm. people. Surround yourself with like, it's like the channels and people you're following, bro, influence you. So it's like surrounding yourself with people in real life. It's like surrounding yourself with yeah. the right channels. You have to be it's conscious. So crazy, of that. like, bro, like you accidentally fell into like a really cool circle of people that you should be surrounded. I mean, this guy in there is like so dope and we hang out with like, like Chris and Mika and Jason Evigan. And you don't even know half the friends that we have that are just like on the fucking most positive. And I mean like not, not to take anything away from where we were the other day, Mm -hmm. but like a lot of those like the energy over there isn't transparent and it's not honest the way we, do you know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and there is, there is kind of like this superficial, like they're not necessarily awake. Like they're kind of like stuck in this, like results, numbers, trends, like what, like all I want is for us to have an open, honest conversation about like things that are true to us, how we're feeling. And, um, I think some people just like can't have those conversations. They're just not in a place in their life to, to really. It's just crazy. I met you guys and like literally I, this is like months in the May, but you know, I've been like feeling like this. I haven't been around like creative people, yeah. people who share their feelings and stuff. And it's <clears throat> been like, just so, I don't know who to like, you know, vent to about stuff. And it, comes Us, out bro. in bad ways be it, fulfilled it comes out in terrible ways if you're not like you were saying like exercising and stuff like yeah you know what i could almost feel i almost feel like earlier like today i've almost i almost felt like his he's been like pent up oh my gosh mm-hmm. like it's almost like he's like 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 even when i met him over at bella's he was like 
and he heard me talking about YouTube. He like didn't even know what to do to contain himself. He was like, "Bro, no, like, yeah, I can't." Like, I was like, "This has to be like." It's almost like he was like this balloon that was about to burst, and like we're able to kind of maybe let some of the air out. Like, be creative, do your thing. Like, like talk what? about your shit. Like, we are with you, and like I'm like I totally hear what you're saying. I'm still in like disbelief, like right now that that like moment happened. At the same time, I'm not because I. I've put myself in those situations and I think that's why I love, I now embrace ADHD. I think that's part of it. And I just like I, people definitely think I'm crazy in a lot of ways, but like, you know, Dude, it's so, know, like, it's so weird. I'm literally going to bring this full circle. Like, so I heard them in the kitchen at Bella Thorne's house talking about YouTube. I don't know if you were a part of the conversation. I think I was. Okay. Well, let's hear. And I'm thinking to myself, I got to go back in the garage and like set up this hard drive situation and like pay attention to what's going on in the shoot. But I want to say something right now. Right. And if I'm not in this positive, open, present place, I don't say anything. I just, I just go back to the garage and I just do what I'm trying to do. Mm. But because I'm in this sort of like present, open, um, positive place with the power, I'm like, what, what, what are you guys talking about YouTube? Like this has been like this thing recently. I'm like opening up this conversation with people I don't know, which leads me mm. to him. It's the same thing with Seth. Like I, nobody's, nobody in my position would have told Seth to come to the studio. It's crazy. It's retarded in a way, but it's like, if you're tapped into this like positive energy and you're in a good place and like you're in the moment, like I was like in that kitchen at that time and they were talking about something that was real to me. So I said something cause it just felt like that was the thing I should do. Yeah. And I removed all the like fear and all the like all these things that like I'm not supposed to be having that conversation with them right in that moment. Like in this I'm supposed to be like worrying about like this shoot. But it just felt like I needed to say something. And then he just went started going ham on his YouTube shit. And I was like, damn dog, like you're either like full of bullshit or like you're the real deal. And then it was just like it's just pretty cool, man. I mean, that's... And it's also crazy, like, how, like, sometimes we can manifest things that we've been looking for. Wow. Because, like, it's happened to me cool. a lot. Where, like, the thing I want, usually, like, specifically, I get it. Like, a lot of the time, like, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. Do you fuck with that? Yeah. Because, so, like, Jesse, my, my ex used to tell me that all the time. She's like, I notice you just, like, manifest shit. You know, and like usually whatever I want, like sometimes it just like there's like a connection and there's like a plan and it just like happens. And like you, like, I don't know, like we really needed that yeah. like, for <laughs> so long. It was putting strain on all of us. Yeah. Because so I know, funny. I know what it is. It's like the future. It's everything. It's there's so many facets to it. But I don't. I can't really do it and run the company. Wickham doesn't really like think that way. He's not that kind of person. He can't really do it. Uh, this Russian guy I hired is like 
not around. He's doing it for so many different other people. I need someone in house that's like able mm. to do it for us. And yeah. then once we do it, we can offer it to clients. Yeah. It's like the perfect. It's in there. fucking yeah. it's everything. And that's I like, crazy. it's so random that I'm even in the situation to be like available to do this. Like this is the first time in my life. I, was like all corporate and stuff for years and it's just uh, well I, everything's changing yeah. like that whole like i was listening to a podcast with the, the naval guy and he's talking about how like dude everything is changing to the point where like in like however many years there are going to be no more big companies it's literally going to just be like back to the barter system. You know what I'm saying? Like that's everything is getting like everything is like getting broken down to its like most. It is. It is. Like, dude. I mean, even like music is an example. Everything. Or film. Everything. Or just, everything. It's just over, dude. Like everyone, wow. and then you have these companies. Everything's like merging. Like so, the bigger companies are like all merging to become one because they're like hanging on for oh dear life. Yeah. Like you have like Disney buying like Star Wars and. Everyone's it, everything Warner. is it, 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 like the big companies are acquiring everything. So there's only like Apple and then Amazon. So what he was saying is there'd be a lot less big companies and then like more smaller. Um, and then I think it's a really good podcast, bro. This fucking dude. And I, I brought it up to Steve when he came to the Bella shoot uh-huh. and he was like, bro, I'm reading this fool's book. And I listened to his podcast. Steve's like all obsessed with this guy. I'm like, that's crazy. Cause yeah. Steve's like, he, that dude was on another level. Like it was almost scary. Like the parts I did listen to it. Like I haven't finished it yet. But yeah. Like, he was very, he was it's really smart. The best dude. podcast I've ever heard in my life probably. And I'm now listening to his two and a half hour. Like, um, this dude had the balls to disagree with Elon Musk. Like who that guy? Yeah. Did he? He's like, no, just but I have a different opinion on that. Like on it was AI. About, yeah. And it made sense. Yeah. Like if we had robots doing everything that we didn't want to do for us, then humans could just only be creative. Mm-hmm. And this dude, is the shit that I've been thinking in my head forever. And, dude, I'm like, dope and shit. people tell me that I'm crazy. They're like, people need jobs. They need to work. Like, what are you going to do? Just fucking sit around all day. No. I'm like, no, you'd pursue art. Like, yeah. Which is like, yeah. art is like the only thing that separates us Wickham, from animals. You don't like even understand how much you're going to love this guy. Like, it's crazy. You're Wait. so right on. Like what he's saying is that like, okay, we're witnessing it right now. Technology is doing so much and all it's done is created more jobs for people like he has like like the internet created like thousands of jobs for for people that didn't have jobs. But it also like changed things to where a lot of other people who used to have jobs doing don't. things don't. Yeah. And it's just we're all all that's happening is humans are getting closer and closer to what they're supposed to be doing, which isn't like machine work, yeah, 9 to 5 I mean, shit. We're not supposed typing to typing numbers and we Excel have brains shit. and thumbs to do cr- interesting shit that not, that machines can't do and they will never be able to do yeah. or at least not anytime soon because he's saying that we're really not as close as we think we are yeah. to like a machine being able to think critically we're not that close yet and he yeah. explains why and it makes sense like they can only and, replicate and, and, i think it's good to understand that like, creativity is like the final frontier yes. of like the species yes. in a way it's like yes. it, it, it's like and even if you're a lawyer so, you're being creative Hundred yeah. percent. Even and if you're a fucking architect, I don't care what your job is. You're you're thinking creatively, and that's what makes you a human, and that's what makes you valuable as a human. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, and like like dogs and animals and elephants, like they don't, they all do all the same shit we do. They eat shit. They're just instinct driven. Yeah, but like they can't create art. 
they literally can't. No, they can't. They and can't, not they, in, in any form whatsoever. They can't think that way. Yeah. Or they can't create anything, really. You know what I mean? It's so and, crazy. Yeah. And like a lot of philosophers like had like the, like the utopia, it's just, which is what it is. Is like there's probably some dude who works a nine to five right now and he like hates his fucking life. And like, I don't know, but right. he wants to like be a professional ballet dancer. Yeah. Like, but like there's no way he's gonna make anybody or be able to have a family or like a kid's wife yeah. at a house by being a ballet dancer but like what, what, imagine if he could do that and have everything what, what, what this guy is saying is that there is a, a, enough resources and wealth for everyone on the planet to be rich and the way he explained it was he would rather be the poorest person today than the richest person 200 years ago because 200 years ago they didn't have electricity or running water yeah. they were like miserable but now even the poorest people have these things and they also have opportunities to um be be wealthy but he and he explains that in this longer podcast how the certain like he dude it's so fucking dope dude he talks about how there's three games people play and one of them is this, like the wealth game and the status game and the power game. And like, if someone's bringing you down, that's because they're playing the wrong game. They're playing the status game. They're trying to be better than you. And if you're like, it's a it's a zero sum game. The status game, which mm. is what everyone's playing online. Like, I want to be cooler or better. And they're putting other people down to get that. And then the wealth game is like a, a positive sum game where you're like using all your resources to grow your wealth. I, I don't, I'm not really explaining it very well cause I haven't finished it and it's kind of gnarly, but, um, whatever. Naval Ra- Ra- Ravikant. I feel like I feel the vibe of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I got a gist of the beef. I, I just think that like it really, what it comes down to is like positivity attracts positivity and you're not really going to get anywhere with like this negative mindset. Yeah, and I I took Elon Musk podcast so seriously, and I believed everything he said because I was like, it's Elon Musk, I'm gonna believe him. But this Navar guy was just came out of nowhere and yeah. was like saying all these like things. I was like, yeah. Like, well, well, when it comes to the AI conversation, that's true. But everything else Elon was saying was dope. Like he is like, it, oh yeah, yeah. And Naval even like is like handing it to Elon. He's saying he's like literally, he's doing all the shit like like another thing that that naval was talking about was like don't complain about all the things that we don't have like change comes from the individual like all we can do is do the things that we want like recycle act like like don't produce as much waste like be kind like and if we all do those things like the solution, like Elon Musk is creating a solution. He's not complaining about the problem. Mm. He's like creating a solution. So that's what this dude's all about is like, if you start doing the shit, then you start to figure out what's working. And then other people are going to like want to adopt that on like mm. massive levels. It's yeah. really cool the way he describes everything. Wait, and, so wait, what's his backstory? He's like, a, he's like a, he owns a business or something. He was a poor kid from India. Whoa. And now he's just fucking crushing it. He has like stock in Twitter and Spotify. And he's just like, I don't know, some smart wow. dude. He's like, he had education, but he did. He was saying, he was saying like, look, man, like I'm an example of like how you can create wealth. It, it's going <laughs> to yeah. be a little bit harder if you come from nothing, but like 
he doesn't get where any worse than where I came from, which is <sighs> India. Like I was in India recently, and it's fucking hopeless. Like I can't. The amount of poverty, the level of poverty in India is like indescribable. Like literally, people sleeping in their shop on the concrete. That's where they live, and that's their store. And it's a hole in the wall, and it's just like the saddest thing ever, dude. Yeah, and like that's what Jason and Victoria are doing out there. They're just trying to like do something. They're trying to like, because dude, this is the fucking whole thing. Is it starts with emotional intelligence? It starts with like confidence. It starts with the belief that you could even do it. Because and it's the same thing goes for this. I I was listening to this this guy, um, Hotep Jesus, this black dude who talked. We was talking about racism. He's talking about how like a lot of like. A lot of the reason like that slavery is like fucked up or like 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 the black race is fucked up is because like they have been they've been like raised to believe that they're like slaves or like less than or inferior and then that that's why they don't ever think they could be like the white, like the mm. white man. So so that's like holding them down before they've even begun, they're already like in this they have this concept of like, I could never be that. But if you can like go to India or the Philippines and like get these kids to believe in themselves or even like what shy is doing, like that's why he was talking about, like they don't even get to talk about like their feelings or how they could be anything they want to be. So once you can start to believe it all starts in the mind, you know, And like that's like why the shit so much said. in Detroit. Yeah, because I can't I, believe you just said that. Because <laughs> I'm like, like I can't believe it just came out of his mouth. Yeah, because <laughs> I was listening to this guy right, and I'm listening, and I'm watching Joe Rogan talk to this guy right, and the guy is like, he's definitely like a dude that's like, um, like at first, like you're thinking, okay, this dude's kind of like hates like white people, right? He's like this dude, Hotep Jesus. Oh, okay. okay. He's like this black dude who's talking about like how, um, you know, uh, the black race was like the first race here and like we enslaved them and like made and like the white kings like taught them, taught our society to believe that like they were slaves when really they were the ones that had the technology before we did. And it's like, it's his story. History is his story. Like the white kings like are creating this narrative and it's like holding the black race down. So he's, and, and I'm watching Joe talk to this dude and I'm like, okay, what is Joe going to say? Cause this dude basically was saying that like, that's kind of getting more woke. It's yeah. Sick. Well, I'm open, dude. I really am, you know? And, and I think that like, and I think that like you guys are right. And you have a point and your feelings are valid and real. And I could never understand what that's like. Yeah. Um, like I only have a few small reference points to even begin to understand it. Cause I have been through some stuff like, you know, medical stuff, things that yeah. like made me different and like made people like either exclude me or like, but, um, the, the the takeaway for me was that Joe like didn't fight him. He wasn't like Joe's just so dope. Like he doesn't bring his emotions into the conversation because this dude was saying some like out there shit, like how like slaves weren't actually brought over from Africa. They were here in America before we came here and we started conquering. And and ma- what do you do when you conquer a, a place? You take slaves. 
So we started building slaves because the idea that we brought them from over here, it, it means that they weren't like they're like the black race. They're the natives of this land. They were here before the white people were is what he's saying. And Joe's like, all we know are these things that we think are facts, which are that like they were brought over on slave ships. But like Jamie's fucking so ill, he pulled this shit up, right? And I thought what he was going to be pulling up was going to be proving this dude wrong. But what are we it, good on the cameras? That was just thinking about the what's that one up. But what it did was it actually supported this dude's thing. Um, it was, just, and then and then they got to talking about how Egypt, like there were civilizations even before, like like Joe talks to dudes and they talk about like. Dude, we still don't know how those pyramids were built. Whoa. Do, 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 do you know? Well, I mean, I know about the pyramids, but like what you said about bringing the slaves from Africa. And right. Like the psychological effect of like yeah. knowing that you were native to somewhere uh-huh. versus like thinking that you were brought somewhere. Yes. Yes. That's insane. Yes. That's, that's, that's some, and then, yeah. and then just, it, it, just like, we think that that's what happened, but like no one really knows. What no, happened. and it actually doesn't make sense. Why would you go all the way to Africa to get these, these slaves and then bring them here? Half of them are going to die on the way here when they're already slaves. Yeah. Like you can, why just weren't conquer. the native Americans, the slaves, right? Like, right. Well, so like you should trip. I'll send you. I was actually yeah. thinking about you too when I was uh, listening to this dude talk because he was like the O. He's like the OG Malcolm X dude right now. He has like long hair. He's like this black dude. I mean, his energy. Just imagine what would happen if black people knew that they were native. Well, millions and they millions. would be so empowered. Well, <laughs> it would be so empowering. Yeah, mi- millions and millions of people heard this podcast which is another reason why joe's so dope and he wasn't he wasn't like arguing with this guy even though like he had so many opportunities to he's just so good at like keeping his emotions out of the conversation yeah listening i'm tripping that was insane well, yeah, dude. That was like, a sick one, dude. You just went on a sick one. <laughs> yeah, well, it's weird because I, I was just watching this YouTube video last night, and um, this guy was like talking about this out there shit, and like I was just thinking about like you and Nate and the conversations we have. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's dope. And, you like then, really like I didn't expect you to really like. Oh, and I then, thought about like how did I wonder if Pat really thought about what I said? Like, I wonder if I really like. Of course, it. bro. And yeah. then and then shy hit me. Yeah. With that thing he's building. And then, well, so like for the people like who don't know, me and Pat and Troy have this whole like argument about like, you know, things like white privilege and stuff. And, you know, like I said my piece and they said theirs. And like, well, Troy, I, I, I was trying to like almost like be Canada and like help you two see each other. Yeah. I wasn't really like with Troy necessarily. I was just trying to get. I was just trying to like be the filter so that you could hear each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I've gotten into these conversations with Troy where I can't hear anything he's saying because he says it in such a fucking way. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Where he just won't give a fucking inch. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like be Troy's like filter. And then you're thinking that I'm like 
yeah. on Troy's side when I'm really not. I'm just trying to help my two friends talk. The buffer. Yeah, but really then, 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 then Wickham starts looping me in with him and I'm like getting mad because like, and Wickham's getting emotional. So like. I feel you're ganged yeah, up but, on. But, the, but yeah, I feel like you, you kind of like thought about it. Like you like let it see. And I think that was like my goal was just like to plant a seed and, you know. Yeah, but I also think that. Um, and I achieved it. Yeah, but I also think that there's there's one of the things I was trying to get you to see was how what it takes to actually like have a debate with someone who doesn't see your side yet. It's like you have to like be strategic about it, and you have to. Yeah, like, it's like it's Troy, very difficult. I could see like I know Troy is like doesn't give you an inch, but I I'm getting like centimeters. Slowly. Yeah, but, but, but there's ways to do it. Um, where you're getting inches Smarter. and yeah, feet. And yeah, you're, like, you're right. And, and it's about easing them in. It's kind of like when you're talking to a newcomer in AA. Like you can't just go right yeah, to the God I thing. I was just like emotional. Yeah, like, like you I almost have to almost like manipulate a little and like almost yeah. lie a little. And, and to do that, you have to remove your ego and you can't get emotional, which you were getting. Yeah, I know. Because I was, I was in a fuck it angry but mood. You, and you've, I was like, let's you, go, bro. But <laughs> you've like, experienced it firsthand in a way I haven't. So it's a lot yeah. easier for me to not be emotional about it than it is for you. But whoa, dude. Yeah. I'm not dude, I'm not fucking like bro. I'm like with you. I'm with I'm with people. I'm with like the human race, you know what I'm saying? And like I think that like these are real these are valid issues, but like as long as you're like this taking, like he showed me today, he was like he showed me the Shia LaBeouf shit. Yeah. How like Shia LaBeouf is like going to Slawson and like Can you sit? Starting yeah. this like Do you have like a, a, a little bit more in you? We could divide it into two parts. Um where he's having he's going to the hood and having these 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 dudes do like acting and he the art built theater. An acting school and in the hood. My my thing with Pat, like he was like like or not Pat, Troy, he was like, what do you, it came something along the lines of like, what do you want from us, right? And I was like, I just want white people to help out yeah. and like acknowledge that white privilege exists. That's then, actually what Joe then, asked this guy too. And what? he said the same thing. Yeah. It's like knowledge is the first thing. We need to know that the black race needs to know that they're not slaves. They need to yeah, know that they're not. Yeah, and like I, when I said that, like, and then he, then he showed me the Shia LaBeouf shit and then he was like, he was like, that's what you were talking about, about like, this is white people giving back. Yeah. yeah and I when mean, he said that, I was like, oh my God, dude. Like, that's what I'm concerned with. The solution. Totally. Like, but I think the problem can't be ignored also, yeah. but I also, but, but, but at the same time, like we can't spend so much time in that negative hate energy. hundred percent. We have to be like on some, like, like this is going to sound almost fucked up, but like, the black race, you and Nate, for example, need to be almost like a level up. And and you guys need to be like leaders and not like victims. Yeah. And no, that's yeah. very difficult to do. And a leader isn't going to be complaining about the problem. They're going to be like in the solution and like approaching every scenario with like love and like empathy and compassion, which is so hard. And like, I don't, I know Nate's not there yet. 